Judd's Buds, episode 81. <laughs> there is no number one in the Minnesota Wilds uh, history. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, as always. Uh, well, I mean, Phil Kessel for like 10 seconds before he negated the trade. I guess. I guess if you want it. Yeah. All right. The Phil Kessel episode. <laughs> um, as always, your host, folks, joined by my good buddy, Mr. At State of Hoppy. Hoppy, how are you? I mean, I'm buzzing now. I'm going to be honest. Uh, <clears throat> I was almost worried that the stream would just start on time without us knowing because our conversation leading in was a little unhinged. And uh, I'd say at least 60% of that is a very uh, passionate, avid follower of Judd's Buds, the Soda Pod, everything we're kicking out. Our boy John Robinson coming in hot. He is spitting fire. (laughs) (laughs) As everyone knows, the stream starts at 7 o'clock. And our boy... 6 Central. Oh, well, yeah, I forget that I'm, like, the only one from out here. But um, six, well, again, okay, so Minnesota time. There we go. Five, 28, 32 minutes before we even, the, the this goes live. John <laughs> Robinson comes in, and he wants Dean Evison's head on a stake. Can this coach maybe match offensive talents? A shooter with playmaker. Just maybe Rossi with Beckman or Walker. Imagine that. You need creativity and shots on goal to score and win. It's a great point, John. Oh, and another one. At uh, 5.42, 18 minutes before we went live, Everson has used Rass, Steele, Harmon, and Bukestad with Kaprizov for extended periods, but he won't give Rossi or Eck a long look. Makes zero sense. 6.45, or 5.45, damn it. This coach is infuriating. I can't even tell if you're angry. There has got to be a different mentality and decision-making for playoff hockey and line construction. Be damned the regular season. 5.52, the proof, the proof to point playmakers with score philosophy. Height, hate, Walker. The formula works when you mesh talent. Ugh. I think that was the last one. That a boy, John. Love the fire. Killing Love it. The fire. Love the energy. Um, we'll jump, I think, into that a little bit uh, shortly once we start talking about the uh, the preseason here. Um, but that was incredible. John, lo- again, love the passion. <laughs> love the fire. 32 minutes early. This guy. every it, He was here before we were, and he was just waiting be able to comment love it love that we love love that kind of dedication and commitment and uh z i mean i can kind of tee you up here for what we wanted to lead in on bill uh i mean Ariso. i'm gonna guess i'm sorry that's a that one i could pronounce like 12 different ways so uh but obviously the game wasn't on tv last night which i know you're gonna go off on but uh but it sounds like uh johansson is already hurt Going into the season, so much for that. Can he stay healthy? Question to replicate the magic he had with Boldy. Um, well, okay, I'll start. I'm on Joe. Oh, and Attaboy, John. Um, yeah, so I was 
getting locked in, ready to go. Going to stream the uh, the Wild Dallas game last night, preseason game. And um, all of a sudden, I go to uh, I click on the link, and it's audio only. How in the ever living Christ in the year twenty twenty three is an NHL preseason game? I know it's preseason, but in theory, this is a professional sports league. How is there no stream? How is it not being televised? Like. I was wondering if it was just like only local, like Dallas would have it. Some I don't know, and I, that was stupid because I was just too like shocked that that wouldn't even be an option to to share. I was like, maybe it's just I don't know, gonna be televised with like the local stations there. Nothing. They just they're like radio only, audio only. How the fucking Christ is any team in this league? Doing that, I, it blows my mind. We're like, I wonder why, you know, hockey is not popular at all. It's like, well, every other sport, including like the MLS, every fucking preseason games on TV, streamed, whatever. There's always options. It is believable that in 2023, Minnesota-Dallas, who played the first round of the fucking playoffs last year, the preseason game, not on. And I said this before, if I'm running the Twitter... I am just outright lying. Every <laughs> play, I would have tweeted out a fourteen to zero Minnesota. Brock, Brock Faber yeah. just beat the wheels off Ryan Suter. Everybody doesn't Every, matter if either yeah, of them yeah, are playing yeah. in this game. That's what happened. The game just stopped. Jim Neal walked onto the ice and he just bought out Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Suter, this is unfucking believable. No, I was fired by announced. He's purchased the Minnesota Wild, and he's also relocating them to Dallas. There will be two Dallas yeah. teams. Yeah, Dallas A, Dallas B. Guess who's the B <laughs> team? Um, yeah, no, I, that's what I would be doing. It's just unfucking believable, dude. This league is ungodly. Like, I just can't even fathom the fact that it's just like, oh yeah, audio only. Like, it's already <laughs> annoying enough that there are certain teams who will do. Like, I remember the first time I saw that some teams do split squads for the preseason. Like the other day, New Jersey, they had one group playing the Canadians. I think one group playing the Panthers. And I, my brain was just like broken. I was like, wait, what? How are they doing that? That's crazy. Um, this is insane. But someone else replied to me that the, the Sharks apparently just started themselves like streaming all the preseason games, like for their YouTube, it's like how are teams not fucking doing that? Right, it's and crazy. I think I think Veach has a a good approach here. Every team's social media manager should have the right to go live on their iPhone if the broadcast is having issues with streaming via the actual cameras, or in this case, not even attempting to do so. You know how funny that would be. It'd be great. <laughs> That would be so. Again, imagine me. I like. I'm bringing my phone with me. I'm live streaming myself. Walk to like the concession stand to grab like four beers, and I'm just bringing that mid play. I'm just like, yeah, I'll take everything you got. Thank you. I would be. I mean, I'd be fired immediately. I would also never have been hired in the first place. But I, I just, I can't fucking, and I, I can't believe it. And I mean. Realistically, it probably worked out because they ended up getting the shit kicked out of them anyways. So, <laughs> no, fine. but here's a good point though from uh, Christopher Leonard. More teams need to follow Pittsburgh's lead and just buying and having their own networks. Like, I know this doesn't work for a lot of markets, but you would think in Minnesota, like they could absolutely support that infrastructure 
No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you look at yeah, because Bali's doing great. Some you later. Um, yeah, you uh, no, would think that soon. I think I think that's who's got us this year. So I know somehow I don't know how that all works. Um, I still have no clue. Um, but it's just fucking unbelievable. I I just was so mad and annoyed. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And uh, whatever. I mean, it's the same. It's I don't know why I'm surprised. I really shouldn't be, but it's just it really will always blow my mind that that is a thing where you can't fucking watch it like i wonder they're like tweeting out it's like don't even tweet like don't even tweet this fucking game please like this is a joke and then of course they had technical difficulties fucking tweeting the video of lucini's goal like i was like this fucking is cause bro we'll call it victory <laughs> sports, sports. <laughs> yeah exactly love it i love it anyway uh, yeah i mean z we we already said we were going to table marco rossi talk because we wanted to see what he does tomorrow can't fucking watch Hopefully. that game either. So, like, we've had several comments already saying that the game will not be broadcast. Are you fucking kidding me? Again? Is there, is there a re Like, have they... They, it's just like they just don't want to? Or? I just don't feel like, like it. I, yeah. that, that's just uh, a lot of work. Like, we have to, like, flip a whole switch and have someone hold a camera. No. This... <laughs> League is a joke. This league is a fucking joke. What a bunch of losers. This is like, what are they like? Ah, but we, but like, we, you can watch so many like during the regular season, though. Like, you know, like, what do you like? Just go, like, go outside or something. Yeah, it's, like, it's totally a ploy. That's it's totally a, a ploy to get people to buy preseason tickets. It's like, come on. I'm very upset. I didn't know they were also not fucking going to happen tomorrow either. This is unbelievable. What a joke. This league sucks. Apanta um, said the first game Bally is picking up is Chicago on Saturday, which, Mateo, applause for you. Everyone, and I mean everyone on Twitter, calls it Bally's. And at, at no point has there been an S at the end of Bally. Unless, like, people do that, you don't know how to like see spaces and you go from Bally Sports and you just see Bally's. I don't know, but no, dude, everyone says Bally's. If you go and search the word Bally's, B A L L Y S, on Twitter, you will see just an eruption of angry wild fans. Yes, well, that everyone is does it. And it pisses me off. It's almost as bad as resign versus resign, but it's not to the point that I'm correcting people. That's reserved that's for resign, resign. That's that is incredible. What like did one person angrily said? Everyone's like, "Well, I guess it's Bali's." Uh, I guess hey, this guy must know. Uh, the logo looks different. Oh, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I love how, I love how Marco Rossi that. got bullied out of his name too. Like. Yeah, he people literally can't like, yeah, it well just, enough, and they're confused. So I, I'm Marco Rossi again. Just, just believe me when I say that. We really are stupid, aren't we? This is like you can't, He's just—it's not well, he even like American. An yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's not even like it's not even a hard. People were like, "Why are you? Why are you saying Rossi?" It's like, what? Well, why no, am I no, saying his name? That's that's also wrong. He he said the reason that he changed it back is because of the rolling of the R, Rossi. Margarita. Yeah, that's it. Maybe we should just start saying that. That's kind of like the same thing. Um, that's brain, I mean, Brad Pitt is basically all Minnesotans. Gore Lammy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh shit! That was good pull. Good pull. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta. Uh, yes. was- let's let's uh, uh, continue here. But uh, to the point that was brought up earlier, what's the deal with JoJo? I didn't see that he was hurt. I had no idea. I'll be honest with you. Once again, still not like logged on. Or well, I mean, I'm technically logged on, but I'm not like actively looking at Twitter throughout the day still. Um, so I have not seen anything about him being hurt. So that's unfortunate. If that I don't know the severity or the term, but something definitely happened. So, well, that blows. I mean, like at the very least, like Hartman left practice after that first day, and then they were like, "No, he's fine." Um, hopefully, hopefully that's that's that. I mean, that would be brutal, um, especially after like ninety percent of my like hype over it. it's like, hey, they're all going to be healthy finally. We'll see them together, and they can like. Then what do you know? The so mush right. of Spoke Z continues. Everything I say goes wrong. It's unbelievable. It's I've never been right about anything wrong. in my life. It sucks. Um, yeah, I really hope that's not the case, though. I hope he is fine. Um, that would be great. I mean, yeah. I mean, every. I mean, again, like, I would assume at this point. Otherwise, I feel like it would have been a bigger talking point. At least I, I probably would have seen it. Well, no one, like no one thing. saw it. No one saw it. No one knows. Yeah, who knows? Oh, you're saying. It's all yeah. It could be that could be the Twitter admin lying to us, like I would. I wouldn't have lied about that though. Um, but uh, let, let's get into what we do know from what's transpired so far in the preseason. And uh, we'll actually lead with uh, this one, not going in the order on the sheet, but uh, you know the response to potential time missed by JoJo, Sammy Walker season. Yeah, I mean, and we this is the exact thing we've talked about before, where like since he's literally since he signed in every preseason thing, prospect thing, games that he's played in when he went to the AHL, he's just performed more than like anyone expected really and that's continued this preseason where he lights up the prospect showcase which again he's older he's he should be one of the better players out there but like hat trick there um but this preseason game against colorado the one that we could fucking watch so far um (laughs) he was unbelievable he was incredible i think he was a three-point night maybe maybe even yeah no three point he had two goals and assists um he is everywhere he's on the puck he's active defensively the skating's even taken a step i thought too i thought he looked even quicker than he did last year like he again we've talked about it before like in so many other organizations he is playing in the nhl and again i've talked about it like i didn't expect this immediately when they when he signed with minnesota last year i thought it would take some adjusting just with the player that he was with minnesota um but he just came in and kind of just took the AHL by storm, looked more than capable when he played in the NHL games last year. And again, this year, the preseason possible player out there and just one of a, a, a couple of those standouts in that win against Colorado. But who knows if JoJo is hurt, maybe that's his opportunity to, you know, play uh, at the start of the year and then a little higher up in the lineup than he was last year too. So, um, I mean, he, it's, it's crazy. Like he's earned every minute that he's got so far and more than he's got. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll be curious to see how many games he does get this year. I mean, it will depend on the injury stuff. Like as John just said, some, some, it's weird. It's, it's weird. <laughs> <from> John, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, this kid bit like it's it's crazy. Like I haven't really seen someone or a player do that. Like it, it's not even just how good he's been. It's just like how different his college career was. Just like how he was kind of viewed as just the all around like go to guy for not necessarily like points, but like big moments. Like whether it's offense, defense, whatever it is, like leadership, all that stuff that doesn't always reflect on the score sheet. But, um, but he's just that again. Like he comes to AHL, leads that team in scoring, and lights it up. Scores over twenty goals. Comes into the NHL, looks phenomenal. Like flashing skill, like turning guys. It's unbelievable. So he deserves to get a long look in consideration. It's just, it's just with the a the cap, b just the players that are in front of him. Um, It'll be it's tricky for him. And again, like another thing we've talked about before, this is like with his age, right around when a player is going to be looking to to establish like an NHL role full time. And I mean, I don't think anyone can really argue that he has <laughs> earned a spot, even with the small sample size somewhat. I mean, he had a full season of just doing everything he was asked to do. So yeah. um, he's been so good, man. It's it's crazy. Like I really like every time I'm shocked. I don't know why I like am surprised at this point because it's just been like there's been no step backwards for him um so he's i mean again hopefully he does get that that long look um because he's been he's been phenomenal since day one and another guy that's been looking good that's also vying for some time up at the big club line mate Vinny latiri how would you compare what he's shown us so far and like who do you think has the leg up on actually getting playing time yeah, I mean, I'm I'm less surprised with Leterry just because I've seen him in the league before. Like, even last year, he was with Providence, so I saw him a lot there, and he was the best player on Providence last season. Um, so, I mean, I would assume that realistically, he probably does have that leg up, just given, you know, he does have more experience. They probably, thanks to that experience, probably trust him a little bit more. And, I mean, the, the contract, too. Um, I would assume that, that was the guy that they would like to have room to have as that 13th forward. Um, and then as injuries come, I'm sure he was probably going to be leaned on as that first guy uh, to step up. And he's been, I mean, another guy that he looks great against Colorado, obviously was involved in the scoring there. That fucking uh, like the two on one, two on O, like two on o. <laughs> dagger was, I don't know why I always think it's really funny when you just like blew, like I mean, clap bomb. Like oh. he, rip that puck i don't know why I, it's probably because i'm an idiot but like that shit to me is so funny where it's just like he is right in front of the net two on oh clap bomb first time and he went shelf uh but he deserved a goal that game for sure he was he was all over the uh all over the puck mm. in the offensive zone especially but um he's a good player but another guy that he, he's good enough to play in the league it's just where he's been there's been no like window for him to step in but yeah, um, well, I think that's, I mean, he's a, that's a good 13 forward to have too. Sure. And am I oversimplifying it to say like, if it's a uh, Johansson replacement, we're looking Sammy Walker. Cause we've seen him fit in seamlessly on that line and he fits the profile of what you need there. Whereas if we're looking at a bottom six replacement, Vinny Latiri is going to be looked to first. Yeah. I mean, I would, we have seen it with Walker, but um, I still wonder if they would look at Letary more because I think his profile is geared more towards just like the offensive output. And again, but now with the past like 12 months have maybe changed things a little bit, especially yeah. for Sammy Walker. Um, but again, I think given his experience, the amount of games he has played already in his career, um, 
I think they I still think that they're probably lean it would lean first off with uh Letary. Um and the contract. Again, the contract, yeah. The contract is, <laughs> that is helps. like that helps. It's crazy because like every decision they make, like even with like call-ups at this point, just given their cap situation, like it's funny. It's just it a lot of it has to do with like, all right, well, what's the contract situation? Which is crazy, but um I mean another but it's honestly a good problem to have when there's two guys that you can be like, yeah, I would be comfortable with either one of them, like sliding into those into those roles. Um, obviously, it's not the same level of Johansson, but um, you know they can yeah. they can fill a fill a role and, and be admirable in that position. So um, I would assume again, <laughs> that's a selfish. Did it? I I I do. I have to fucking mute those games when I watch. It's I mean, are, are we gonna are we gonna talk about Damon Hunt? Do we, do we just go to that right now? Yeah, so we can go there. It is so. I mean, this fucking poor kid, dude. I don't know how. I haven't seen any updates because again, I don't pay attention. Um, but I mean, he got clipped hard right in the face. I really don't think it was anything like crazy mullet. Like I don't like it looked weird because I was like, well, why are you going? But he was trying to get around the net, so it was like he had to go that way a little bit. He did tuck. It's an illegal play, but I don't think the guys were like going after him trying to end his career or anything like that. Right. Like I mean, there's plenty of guys that want to if they're looking to make a name for themselves. It's like whether it's like a big hit or like a fight or something, but like that play, like there's no, like no one comes away from like, oh yeah, he really like made his mark or like stood out the pre. So I really don't think it was anything malicious. It's just the, I guess I, I literally had to mute the commentary because it was just the, the reaches they were like, oh that, you know, and the fact that the guy was like in the back of the day, that was a good hit. They're like, okay, you didn't have to go there. Like, that's crazy. Like, at no point was anyone like, yeah, phenomenal hit, bro. Even back in the day, like, no one's like, yeah, solid. You know what? I just saw vintage Scott Stevens right there. That was beautiful textbook right to the dome. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it just sucks, dude. Like, and as Mateo's had, like, you got blindsided. I, I don't think it was malicious. It was just very, like. It's a penalty in a real game it should be right probably yeah exactly yeah well yes for sure um but like anyone that like i still i told you i had to mute the because i tweeted the video i had to fucking mute it because like the amount of people being like oh gotta keep your head up like if you don't keep your head up you deserve it like you're a fucking asshole like you're such a piece of shit if you're like well that's what you get for keeping your head down can you like, imagine those 14 feet away we if elon's gonna start charging people for x and twitter whatever if he can give us something where like you can geolocate the dipshits that post that just so i can like catch them on a street corner with their head down looking at their phone and i just clip them in the head like oh shit sorry had your head down oh wow deserved deserved i literally had someone say verdict yeah that was on me (laughs) yeah like yeah yeah exactly i was like oh i should have oh man i can't believe i just didn't have my head up there um it sucked but like realistically (laughs) whatever people are idiots but it just fucking sucks for this kid it is unbelievable like the injuries he's sustained over the past like four years it's brutal timing every time uh and so many of them are they just like these freak plays that never happened or it's like when it was in the world juniors camp 
blocking a shot, broke his hand. Like, it's just every year there's been something, and he's overcome it every time. Um, but Jesus Christ, this poor kid just can't catch a break. Like, he was looking good, too. Such a good skater, so good with the puck. Like, he's big, he's strong, mobile. Like, another kid that was going to be challenging, or still is. I mean, I, we don't we don't know how serious. Like, we don't know if it's, like, a major concussion or anything. I mean, it looked brutal. Um, but another kid that was just like, was he going to make the team out of camp? No. But was he the challenge? Yeah. He's, he's one of the first guys that they're looking at. Like, all right, like when you project a couple years out, like who's the first up to get called up um, and make the team for their young defenseman. He was right at the top of that list. So just fucking brutal luck. This poor kid can't catch a break. It sucks like that. It, of course, it just had to be Damon Hunt again. But hopefully he's all right. Hopefully it was a precautionary thing. Again, I haven't seen any big updates or anything, but um, I just want this kid to catch one break one year, one time. Sure. Good point, Esteban. Esteban Cosgrove. Um, we got to talk about our favorite twins in the wild oh, system. Uh, you yeah. were swooning over Mr. Hate. Hunter Hate. And I tweeted it in the middle of the game that he is going to be a player. Um, you know, in junior hockey, like in his draft year, and then last year when he went over to Saginaw, like obviously you see that level of skill that so many top prospects have. Like it doesn't surprise you when he's doing it against kids his age, but he stepped right in. And again, it, no, it wasn't like Colorado's A squad or whatever, but they had some guys playing, like Bo Byram was playing. Um, but like the poise on the puck the playmaking, the skating again, like he has so many tools in his arsenal and he was just, he was great. Um, and as it usually goes, obviously after like one, they all get like that one preseason game and a lot of the kids that get drafted either that year, or the year before they get sent back to their junior teams um, with a full year in Saginaw with them hosting the Mem cup too. I think he is going to eviscerate the OHL. Like, Again, just the decision-making, too, with the puck. Um, every time he was on the ice, he was more than noticeable, uh, and he made a bunch of those plays. That pass that he had to Walker, I think it was on the second goal. Maybe it was the, actually, you know what, it might have been the third goal. Um, I mean, he rifled that puck back door through a seam. Um, he's a dual threat. He's got a great shot. Again, the passing is unbelievable. Dynamic playmaker. Um just the, but again, like the poise to have the puck and not just want to get rid of it as a young player playing in the NHL preseason against some big fucking boys like Colorado too. He looked phenomenal and he looked really good at the prospect showcase too. Um, so definitely, I think at the time when he got picked, there were a few people who were like, yo, that's going to be a good pick, even if he is relatively in this draft class, somewhat more of an unknown. Um, but I mean, you're seeing exactly what the scout saw and i mean he's got some tenacity to him too it's another thing I, I talked about it like prospect showcase i don't think he wanted to get that fight but he he's like all right well i guess we're doing this now pop right back up after getting hammered <laughs> immediately scored a goal um in that showcase though but he he just looks so good this preseason i thought he was phenomenal um against colorado in that preseason game and of course actually before <laughs> The mush, the Spokesy mush continues during the prospect showcase. I said my one analysis of the power play is very smart of the coaches to put Hunter Hate and Riley Height on separate power play units. First preseason game, what do they do? They put them on the same goddamn line. And I'll tell you what, 
I was having a hard time. The Avs <laughs> announcers were having one hell of a time with it before I muted them. Um, it is, and of course, they were just like passing. There was one sequence where they, like they went back and forth passing to each other, like like a Prizov Zuccarello behind the net, and I was just like, "This is fucking unbelievable." These like they, they it's they know they have to know, um, but they both look great. Height and hate. Now, hates squad in the OHL is hosting the Mem Cup this year, correct? That, yep, that's what I was saying, yeah. I mean, how does the squad look? Like, are they in contention, or is it a stretch? No, they've got a, they've got another solid team. Another guy that I'm sure we'll talk about as the year goes on for this draft class is uh, uh, Zane Perek. Yeah, Zane Perek. Um, defenseman, right shot, great skater offensive weapon uh, i think he scored like as a draft minus one in the ohl last year i think he scored like 23 goals as a defenseman and like saginaw was was they were a good team uh, but i mean they traded pavel Minchukov, uh which still was v- really weird to me because like they were absolutely like one of the teams that could win their division, like go far, the Mem Cup, whatever, like, or at least the OHL playoffs. So I was very surprised when that trade happened. Um, but yeah, no, the Saginaw, they've got some players. They've got some real good players. They also have uh, Michael Misa for the 2025 draft, who lit it up as a draft minus two, a double underage last year, the OHL. He's going to be, he's one of the guys that you're looking at for number one overall in 2025. Um, so they've got a solid squad too. Um, so yeah, I'm sure. And any team that's hosting the Mem Cup, you can guarantee they are going to be loading up at the. Uh, I was just gonna ask, like, how many nine-year-olds are getting traded? Dude, I we won't see like we won't see quite like the Zellweger trade, which still is just, like I mean they were trading future like ten-year-olds. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like I think like, I don't think we'll see that again. Um, but it is just like very funny how that fucking like trade deadline works, where every year it's just, like. All right, they traded four first round picks, three second round picks, seven third round picks, and four players for a guy they're gonna have for a month and a half. It's like Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, no, they'll be solid. And again, like I said, I think Hunter Hate's going to do damage in the OHL this season. Love that. Talking futures, might as well uh get into it very sad day for me very happy day for you go off cole eiserman so i'm trying to figure out where i want to start i mean and this is what we were saying before we started this and this is what i've talked about with specifically with cole eiserman you know what before. rag the puck for a second because i need a i'm having whiskey for this this is brutal Okay. Yeah, you're I don't know if it's your internet or my internet, but you're all over the place too. But um, you know, Cole Eiserman, Newburyport, Mass Native, right next door to where I'm from. I was always and I mean part of it I assumed was just the fact that I ended up going to Shattuck St. Mary's, didn't end up at prep school around New England. Um, so the so like the Minnesota poll was there. I was always surprised that like as a kid who's touted that highly. He always has been like for the past five, six years. Um, I was always surprised that, you know, a top prospect from new England top for specifically like right North of Boston. I was always surprised that we're not necessarily surprised. I was thought it was odd that he was, you know, committed to Minnesota. Um, 
but this now this late in the game this like switch to now go to bu is even more surprising than that like it's i would assume that celebrini is going to be one and done with bu after this year but can you imagine if they were both there next year you got the first and second potential overall picks for 2024 on the same squad i I didn't even realize he was there this year yeah, Celebrini's there this year. They just got the uh, the coaching. The the poll just came out there first overall, or number one in the country, preseason ranked. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I really did not see that coming, obviously, whatsoever. By the way, he uh, this weekend he torched. I think it was Omaha. And he had, like, a second-period hat trick in, like, nine minutes, and it was just, like, breakaway, so- shelf, but – Minnesota, you lost another. You just, you know. I mean, I don't know if you count Cooley, but because you had Cooley at least for one year, but I kind of count it just because of the way it happened. If he left right after the season, like it would have been whatever. But him, like saying he's coming back and then leaving the way he did, that hurt. But yeah. again, as we saw that highlight real goal that he already put up in the preseason out in Australia probably not fair to have him playing college hockey so <laughs> yeah exactly people have already basically um, submitted like like you see people coming out of the woodwork like yeah i definitely said that he should have been the first overall pick that year like shut up why didn't you i say know that? of i know one person that had him first overall that year, and i believe chris, that chris peters because he had said it from like six months before the draft and he did like he stuck to it he's always said it that's the one person i saw um, he's correct very yeah. correct um yeah. but yeah i mean so, roles reversed. If you're a Gopher fan or tied to the organization in any way, like, what the fuck? Like, how do you feel about this? You, I mean, as the Gopher fan here, you tell me. Because, um, I mean, listen, I'm, the I'm, thing with Minnesota, they're always going to have, they will always have an incredibly strong recruiting class. But this is not a talent like that, man. Not from out of state. Cooley is the anomaly, right? Like, Having Cooley and then having Iserman be the next up, it was almost starting to like solidify like, okay, we can get top development program kids from out of state to come here. Because it's usually like, hey, if there's a stud from Minnesota playing in the development program, they're coming back and playing for a Minnesota school. That's just how it is. But I don't know. That's that stings. You know, the only positive, and I, I don't know if this is by design on your part, but no, I'm not going to give you that much credit. You're wearing your waggle hat. At least uh, this is helping our our good friends at Waggle Golf expand their reach because now both you and Cole Eisenman are going to be repping the brand out there. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll you know want to play around. You that's know, that's actually the only reason that he uh, originally committed with the Gophers is like you know I got to find a way to lock in this sick Waggle NIL deal, and then I'm bouncing out. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the whole thing, you know. <laughs> that that feels that feels plausible, but oh, I mean, sucks. and shout out my boy uh, Evan Marinovsky. He's the one I believe he was the one that had the scoop. That's the guy. That's who I saw tweeted out first. So shout out my boy Evan. He's a beauty. He's around right around the corner for me. I see him all the time. So shout out to him for uh, getting that scoop. Big, um, big. But I mean, um, hey, the rich the get richer. That that recruiting. I mean the next couple of recruited classes, both for BC and BU. BC and BU is going to be quite the clash. 
I am obsessed with the fact that they both are loading up the next couple of years. That rivalry was already obviously incredible, but the past, as I was saying before, the past two years have not been the same. Yeah. Oh my God. And again, Celebrini, I would be beyond shocked if he's not one and done. But my God, can you that imagine that they were stupid. both there with, against the BC guys? Like, uh, if that happens, I'm gonna need to find a couch out there to come with you to the bean pot because that is gonna be stupid. Bean pot, funniest hockey tournament possibly in the country. It's just every <laughs> it's just four teams, and it's it's like I mean everyone's like this is the best yeah. tournament ever. If there's four fucking teams. <laughs> it, like, I think the premise of the tournament's amazing. Best of four. Sucks. How do you get in? You it, just do. Uh, <laughs> you just uh, you're from you. Your school well, is here. To to Sean's point though, would you agree, Z, that like yes, like he had some prowess to him, but like Maddie Nyes was not like this highly touted prospect, right? He so he was in. So I remember his draft year so no not the same level like no one could have possibly i actually that's not true i know of a couple guys been watching for a long time and they're like no 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 he is i mean they had him one of my buddies had him number 12 overall in that class sure but like uh, widely right like right there was some like excitement but then he had like in his draft year the reason he went in the third round is because he had a pretty brutal junior season yeah he lit it up the last like 20 games of the ushl season with tri-city yeah. and i remember because i remember like and realistically the commentary around him was legitimately has every possible tool in the world like if he just turned it on, yeah yeah exactly yeah, it's, <laughs> um if he would just turn it on every game and he just like I remember one of my buddies said that kid could score three points a game easy in the USHL, like it is sleep. And there's just certain games he would just be like, I don't really give a shit. Um, and then the last little bit of that USHL season in his draft year, I think it was like 26 points or something, the last 15 games, something like that, lit it up. Um, and that's when, like, right at the end, it's like there had been too much like prior just not giving a shit on certain nights. I'd be like, is he really going to like turn it on? And like at the NHL level, like if he's doing this here, I mean, again, like usually those kids who have that much talent, like he's a big kid plays hard, could score a million fucking goals, could make plays if he wants to. But like, why is he just not doing it on certain nights? Like, why would you not want to do it every goddamn night? So that's why people are like, "Ah, like, I want to have him in the first round just based on the tools. But like, is he going to have like that, like killer mentality. And then he went to college and it was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. It's he will wild have. though, with how big he is and seeing his older brother at the, the natty last year, <laughs> he yeah. is tiny, but he yeah, looks well. just like him. Like they look identical, but I walked up to him like, shit. So you must, you must be nice brother. Like, Oh yeah, buddy. And like, he was pretty tuned up. Like he was having a good time. Like I offered to buy him a beer. He's like, dude, I just had like six other people offer to buy me beers. I got two in my hand. Like I appreciate it, but no, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right, humble that. brag. Humble I'm like, brag. All right, you tell you what, you just come find me. If you want one later, we're good. <laughs> oh, man. 
but man, uh, no, I gotta ask because I really don't know the dichotomy out there in uh, Masshole Land, right? Talk to me about BU versus BC, like not the rivalry, but like who goes to BU? Who goes to BC? Like, are there stereotypes that go with both schools, both from just like the student body and from the athlete? Um, don't worry, I won't tell the first lady. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say BU they attract more from all over. Uh, BC's fairly. It's interesting because I mean BC, like the big joke is they're not technically even in Boston. BU is right downtown, like it's right there. <laughs> uh, BC's a smaller school. It's like more of a private school vibe, so it's a little bit. Well, it's a lot of bit different than BU. I would, but again, like I think BU just more. It's 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 like it's almost like the like BU's the really fucking like nasty uh, public school, and then BC's like the prep school version and it's smaller. And that's, I think that's honestly even beyond just the hockey. That's right. That's that's more the student body. But as far as the hockey goes, would you say that BU is kind of more like the gophers where like everyone else in Massachusetts looks up and hates BU, like all of the other Minnesota schools hate the gophers. I think a lot more people hate BC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I would say that's probably more accurate. Like again, like there's a, I see a lot more visceral reactions to like BC doing anything good. I see a lot of like, like well, they're like whatever, not from B. They're just that's Chestnut Hill. That's not even fucking Boston. <laughs> than it is because that for BU. Um, but I mean, they're right down the road. But I, like, the, I know you didn't ask about the rivalry, but the rivalry is incredible. Oh, I believe it. It's unbelievable. And then meanwhile, the last few years. Northeastern has just been like, all right, that's fun. We'll just kick the shit out of all of you and win everything always. And I'm what telling you what. What if we just what, beat the shit out of everyone? What if we just kick the shit out of everyone? RIP and peace. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Having been to games at BU and BC, it, I mean, like all the Boston schools, they, they none of those student sections, fan bases, whatever, can't even come close to Northeastern. Northeastern fans are absolutely ruthless. And even more so than Harvard, huh? <laughs> yeah, Harvard's so funny. Like, <laughs> it's just like very cool rink, by the way. Harvard. Yeah. It's one of the ones that you walk in and it's sunk down. It's real cool, really nice. They have very, very different vibe. No, I'm telling you, dude. And Northeastern, they play in the old Boston Garden, the oldest uh hockey rink that's in use in america fun fact um and it is it's 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 uh, no no see have you ever heard of lake minnetonka oh for fuck's sake um <laughs> whatever dude uh but no northeastern when i went to a northeastern bu game was it last winter it might have been two years ago um i mean relentless and that student section up top is like out of control. And I mean, they do the same at the bean pot. Their, their section at the garden is an absolute mutant fest. I heard some of the most out of pocket, heinous things I have ever heard in my life from the Northeastern fan, like student section. And that it like, there's certain colleges 
when you go to games like any sport like oh like the staff are like gee like all right that's enough of that and the staff all were like i don't know man there's just a lot of them up there and um <laughs> they're crazy i was like all right jeez i like you you're crazy like, fair enough bro but yeah no very different school every boss school is a lot it, there's just like no similarities. So it's, it's very interesting. It's very fun. Cause they're all right next to each other too, which makes it even more. Except for PC. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's fine. I mean, like they're technically, they're still like down the street. Like it's right off com app. Like that's why it's the battle com app. Fun. But yeah, Cole, I been crazy, crazy. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Huh. It's all right. That's why we have whiskey. God gave us the brown water for a reason. Um, Why do you like whiskey so much? Oh, these fucking recruits. These goddamn fucking, they, they these keep fucking 18 year olds. Like, what? <laughs> do you know him? Nope. <laughs> Never, Never met him. him. <laughs> she goes to a different school. <laughs> She's real, though. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, a lighter topic. Uh, news just broke that uh, Jacob Voracek. Former NHL player is coaching HC Cladno, who, uh, for those of you that don't know, that is the team that is owned and played on by one Yarmer Yager, which is just fucking hilarious, being that the first year for both of them, and I guess last year for Yager, was in Philly together playing on a line. And Voracek, who's substantially younger, is now the coach of Yarmir Yager, who's only playing on this team because he's worried that they'll go belly up if he's not on the team to sell tickets. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, you want to talk about the mutant fest. Those, I, it's... Every... Jake Voracek interview is just unfucking believe when like the way even just the way that because I mean he drops the f bomb every other word like it's 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 so good but the the, the accent makes it so good to like, oh, the fucking <laughs> like, the fact that those two are even involved in the same organization again is incredible uh, but again like you said the dynamic there has got to be outrageously funny like I mean it doesn't Voracek even is one of the funniest interviews on Spit and Chicklets. Of all, uh, he is just fucking incredible. But right. I mean, just a dynamic duo. If that doesn't get that barn sold out every game, I don't know what. Well, you know, Voracek's gonna have something insane up his sleeve for every fucking game. I never like. There's certain guys too that you like. Oh, I could see him being a coach eventually. Um, I could see him being like a very funny player development guy. Because <laughs> like, yeah, well, we'll make sure that these guys turn pro. <coughs> Yeah, Voracek's got him. Just, uh, just two very funny, just a wild combo. But uh, I would love to play on that team. That would just be. I would love right. to be a trainer on that team. I don't even want to play, dude. I'm just behind Stick the bench. Boy. Stick boy. I wonder if Voracek would just carve you. My favorite, th sneaky favorite thing about oh, Voracek yes. is when he gets really drunk and he goes on Twitter and carves people. And then, like, one time someone said something that he, like, interpreted the wrong way. And the guy was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is like, he, he replies, oh, nice. fuck. He just goes, oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm drunk. Didn't mean that. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm drunk. Oh, oh. God damn it! Speaking of misinterpretations, uh, 
I'm guessing this is me, not you, but oh, for I'm flipping fucking 18 year olds. Uh, it's kind of like uh, pardon that. my take. Uh, the the running bit is one time uh, the producer Hank goes on Twitter and says, "Fucking a man, did not use a comma, <laughs> did not use a comma, fucking a man." <laughs> <laughs> they dragged that joke on for about two months. <laughs> yeah, of course they did. And it hit pretty well every time. <laughs> that's so good. So uh yes, uh that's not great. I also know Isha's bluffing because that probably won't do great things for our numbers, but we'll see. Um what a thing, what a thing. Like, you know, hey, we're almost getting monetized up. Oh, never mind. Oh, what happened? <laughs> uh Nothing. It was it was either Isha clipping that or some fight tirade he went on or some gruesome like fight result that just got a shadow banned from everything. <laughs> Fucking believable. The only time Isha shows up in the group chat. Hey guys, check out this fight. Oh my god, this guy just got his head caved in. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, Isha. Appreciate it. Appreciate that on the hockey account. We'll see you next. We'll see you next Saturday. <laughs> All right, sounds good, bro. Ah, uh, um, jeez. All right, um, back to some wild topics then. Uh, the one that Isha went all over as the uh, thumbnails are. Brock Faber, just super, super humble dude. Which obviously, you know having Jake Middleton carve you and say that you have a milk bag body would probably humble you quite a bit in general, but he came in, you know, played one practice in training camp with uh, Brodine and just said, it's awesome. Like, even if it's just for one day, it's just such a great experience being able to play with an idol like that. And that just shows like how humble of a kid he is. So humble, apparently, uh, according to Russo on straight from the source that <laughs> He is living out of a hotel right now because he will not buy a permanent residence until he officially makes the Minnesota Wild roster. I don't know if that's admirable or psychotic. Probably a, bit, a little bit of both. But uh, I don't know. Your thoughts, Z? I mean, honestly, like not surprising. Like with Brock Faber and like you want to talk about a guy that just wants to be at the rink all the time. Yeah. I've been living in a fucking motel. Just hang out. Like I'm a, I am out of here. I will live at that fucking rink. I swear to God. Um, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised that he's like a humble guy in general. Right. Um, but yeah, I think we can all agree that there's a, he's got a above 50% chance of making the squad and being a top four defenseman immediately right away. But um, again, it's, it's again, like you said, though, it's just good to hear like that come from him just being like humble, like it just being like, yeah, playing with Brodeen. It's great. Even if it's just for one, because that's, mean, cool. that's that means too, like if that's your approach to, you know, that he is, like a sponge every practice, every time they're out there together. And it's just like, well, we all said, like, can you imagine if those two actually, it works out immediately and they're just lighting it up together. Cause like, it's the ideal pair. Like you are never going to have a whole lot of time in your own zone with the other team on the puck. If those two are the defensemen. Cause like we've seen Brodeen do this against everybody in the league. 
Um, and with Faber, a guy that's a right shot, but a whole lot of similar traits to how they play. Um, you know, there are a lot of players who I feel like probably get a little bit ahead of themselves when they come in, they make a good first impression, but just knowing that we all view Faber in a similar light to protein in terms of just like how good they are, their approach to the game, what they're really good at. The fact that he's saying that I can guarantee you every time that they step on the ice together, he is learning a whole lot and he's not taking that for granted at all. So that's what we love to see. So yeah, um, I, I love, I was, sh- again, I've said this a million times. I was shocked when they actually, that was the prospect that they, they came back in that trade. Um, fortunately it was with, you know, LA who has who at that time had the insane prospect pool so they could afford to do it. But um, sure. the perfect, the perfect prospect piece to come back in that deal for sure. But um, yeah. they're very, they are very lucky that, that that worked out for them because I think that he is just unfucking believable. And obviously he's got a real good head and shoulders. And I've been saying this, I'm sure that I'm far from the only one to be saying it, but he really is the prototype of who will be the next captain of the Minnesota Wild whenever Spurgeon yeah. tosses it off. Yeah. I mean, he's been a captain at some point everywhere he's been. Like, again, just part of that is the, the him being so humble, just how he approaches. I'm sure he, this kid just loves the game, loves being at the rank, loves playing on a team. Like, he said that before, too. Um, God bless Brown. And a guy, if that's, if that's the guy that – if you're on a team and he's the one leading, like, if he's on the ice the most, like, I will – yeah, I will follow what that guy's doing. So yeah, he's. I mean, you look at not just the the team in the last couple of years, but just like the prospect pool in general. You're like, yeah, that I would be shocked if that's not the guy that ends up eventually with the C. And plus the fact that he's from Minnesota. There's that picture of yes. him. <laughs> oh no, sorry. Yeah, he's no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's from Chestnut Hill. Um, but you know, he like he he wants to be in Minnesota. Like, if you offered him a fucking like twenty year deal, like, yep. Um, obviously, that ties into two. A twenty by two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love those. I am obsessed with those. Like, what the Islanders did specifically the seven year three three million dollar deal. It is on fucking believable. You're obsessed with it, but if it was the Bruins that did it, you would be very unobsessed with it. I would shit. I would lose my mind. <laughs> I think it was both Colton Sissons and Cali Yarger. They're like six years, two million. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Why? All right, fair enough, I guess. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, anyways, Brock Faber. I very, very confident that he is going to be not just short term, but throughout his career, he will be a incredible piece on that back end. Um, which will be important as we see, because I feel like, especially in the top four, it's been a lot of the same guys for so long. And now, you know, Dumba's gone now. Suter's been gone for a couple of years. Like, it's it's weird now seeing the transition. So, um, yeah. hard to find a, a better candidate to uh, fill in long-term um, as a staple. Because, I mean, every good team in the league, every couple, I feel like every team has, anything that wins, like, they've got that at least one guy that's been there on the back end for a while, just, like, that absolute dog. Like, not just, like, a number one defenseman, but that has been there um, for a long time. So, I think Faber is obviously going to be that guy for them, for sure. Love it. Now, on the captain topic, it's been long assumed that either Jewel Erickson Eck or Jonas Brodeen was going to take the A, with the departure of Matt Thumba. 
lot of talk now surfacing because Kirill Kaprizov did an interview in English that he should now just be handed the A. Where do you sit on who's most likely to be the next alternate captain, knowing that we're not shitting on any of the three? Another thing that I always get shocked, people get riled up about. Uh, I mean, half there's teams in the league that have like rotating A's. So like, I don't even, I'm like, okay. Do, What's it, it mean if you're the home A versus the road A? Like, what does that say no about no idea? <laughs> I think it wasn't, the, I think it was the Rangers last year. They had like seven alternate captains. I was really? like, why? <laughs> and I know rotating. that the, the Hurricanes did it for a long time where they'd rotate it. Well, they rotated the C, which was crazy to me. That is just like, no wonder that that that's what they sucked. So like, I was just like, well, I've, I, this, I know doesn't actually translate to anything hockey related, but that's so fucking weird. You deserve to be terrible. Um, just the weirdest thing. Like Jesus. what if they didn't know? What if they just didn't know? Like you show up to the rink and I think it was, uh, what's his name? Falk and Stahl. Both were like rotating the scene. Yeah. I was like, what if they just didn't know? They showed up and found out who was captain that day when they got the fucking right thing to the stomach. Oh, I guess it's you. <laughs> cool. No, um, they, I, this they is just the top of They arm wrestle for it every time. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, is why yeah. Stahl had it more often. Yeah, which Stahl had it about 77 games. Uh, um, get, give, just, I don't know, add the A. I don't fucking like if that's a thing. Because uh, there's I'm not plenty of you pick that, but I don't care. Like, is it like I would give it to Eck? Like that's my that's my pick. That's where I, mean, I fall to. You know what I mean? Like I, and I can't but, imagine. But see, I would no, be no, like, I will never resign another. Contract I was just gonna here. say, you're forgetting the fact that if you give the A to Kaprizov, he's not allowed to sign somewhere else. That's what people think. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. It's a very good strategy. Give him an A on NFL the left shoulder. NFL has the franchise tag. The Minnesota Wild have the A patch. Hey, on the left side, give him an A. On the right side, give him the C, too. You know what I mean? This, this is exactly both. where my head went, Sean, with the, the Hurricanes thing. Like, straight up out of uh, Mighty Ducks when he just, like, slaps it on his chest and it's there. It's like, the fuck? They should, yeah. No, they should They should have done by periods. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, second period. <laughs> you're better in the second period than me. That'll uh, grow on the chest. Hey, in soccer, in soccer, if the captain is getting subbed sleeve. off, well, yeah, no, they they take it off. If they get subbed off, like they'll give it to just someone, and there's no throw it out into the crowd. You know, like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, my pick would be Eck if they gave it to Caprizov. I'd be like, okay, cool. I've... What does this mean for the Leafs, though? What does this mean for the Toronto Maple Leafs? That's that would be <laughs> you my. Haven't dropped that one in a while. I've missed it. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, I think we both agree. I mean, my my pick would be Eck, and I think that's what you just said too. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the right move. But also, I could see Eck being the guy that's like, I'm going to keep leading. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, but that's, both the, of that's them. the quickest sign that he should have it, right? Like he's passing but, the test. <laughs> I still think if like Caprizov does it again, he'll probably put up a hundred points. You know, call me crazy. Uh, I think he might still be like just as good at hockey and uh, probably do the same shit. He just wants Zuccarello to get it. Actually, if, if Zuccarello got it, then Caprizov would have two hundred points. 
That is actually a really good point. Even though Zuccarello would probably be the worst captain. (laughs) Like, I was actually trying to think for a second, like, what's a name I could throw out that would be heinous? And I was going to go with, like, John Merrill, just because people would get all riled up. But Zuccarello might be the worst option. Am I wrong? Would he be? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a leader. Like, he's a very fiery person and he cares, but, like, I don't know. I'm probably basing it more off of how he composes himself, like, in media scrums or like when shit's going bad on the ice, like he's just doesn't really have the body language. Like he, he's a guy that more gets pissed off and sulks rather than like tries to lead the team out of shit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he had the a forever in New York. Yeah. That's back when his best friend was the star of the team. And I mean, have you find me a more handsome duo in the NHL? Of teammates, it's pretty tough. Those two, yeah. You're right. Zuccarello and Lundqvist. I mean, really, yeah. Lundqvist, and it's kind of like when everyone's like, "What's the best line in the NHL?" And a lot of people would be like, "Crosby and two warm bodies." Yeah, like I, I don't need like, to name players. It doesn't really matter who. <laughs> no, it's Sidney Crosby <laughs> and Ren, <laughs> and no one warm body plus Ren Pitlick and Sidney Crosby. Oh my god, that would be so yeah. fun. I'd be yeah, so happy. Be. Electric, electric. Mm. You can't do this to me in the middle of a stream. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. Whoo! All right, back on track. Um, we talked about Dumbo leaving. We also got guys like Revo. Who? Uh, hey, how does that affect the Leafs? They lock a guy up for three years. That's at the end of his career and is there for the vibes and being a goon. That that's awesome for them. I'm happy for them. I mean, that's a better contract than the uh <laughs> than the Klingberg one, right? That's just I love that they're both those con both those guys on the same the same team. That it in a market that is we need to win a cup. Man. In a market that's very calm, not reactionary at all. A market that definitely doesn't just take anything that Brad Marchand throws at them and dissect like what did he mean when he said Mitch talks about his dog I really want to find like the the, the radio hits after that happened that, it was oh. like, I mean, pleasure listening well it, it's so it's every time Jesus, it was like, yeah, good Lord, we, we didn't have to pull that up but every time it was like Brad Marchand's at it again I don't know why we never see this coming but what is this? What do you think he's getting at? I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, if this is how rattled you are. Anyways, we've already covered this. Uh, he's the best. So but fun. so, but the point though being lost some of the vibes players, right? And you're always talking vibes per 60, how important it is to a locker room. Brought in Pat Maroon, who we can talk about a little bit here. But Major I guess my, my first question is is Pat Maroon enough? to cover up for the lost vibes or who do you see needing to step up alongside Pat Maroon? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it doesn't even matter if who really it was. It, it's still different, right? Like Dumba's a different kind of character in that room because he is who he is, but he's also been there for so long. Reeves is just Reeves where he just comes in and immediately is loud and wild and funny. They're all different. Like, so in terms of vibes, 
and just like what they bring to the room. I think Maroon was a great addition. And again, he can still play too. It's not like he's the same level as like Reeves where it was, well, no one will fight him. He's really funny in the room. Um, and occasionally we'll do something maybe for you. Uh, gets a good bounce here. Like Maroon can play. Like he's still decent defensively. He's got decent enough skills for like his overall profile. Dude, there was um, a time where like he was putting up like 25 goals. He scored and 30 when he was playing with like, McDavid. He when he was playing with McDavid, he put up 30 goals that year. It was crazy. Connor then, Brown's uh, going to torch this year. Oh. Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. If he he'll be very Um People forget Pat Maroon, Devil's legend. Also, Wayne Simmons, Buffalo Sabres legend. Uh, those are two of my favorite weird polls. It's just like, I forgot they went there. Um, yeah. But it's really funny though. Uh, so everyone should go check out the uh, latest podcast from Russo and Joe Smith, where they actually interview Pat Maroon and they talk to him about when he learned about the uh, trade. And it was like a super brief conversation with breeze ball. Just like, yeah, you've been traded, uh, but goes back and he is out at the cabin with the McDonough's, which funny enough, like Ryan McDonough, got done real dirty by the leave by the lightning. Um, and Alex Galagoski and he's like, yeah, I got traded. They're like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, where to? He's like to fucking Minnesota. <laughs> and those were his exact words when telling the story. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, those are the two dudes he's with. Like, it's unbelievable. To fucking Minnesota. <laughs> I love that. I think I, We'll see what happens, but I would love to be able to watch the game tomorrow, you know, but uh, really great. <laughs> well, I guess does this, does this come out tomorrow or is this coming out Friday? Well, this comes out Friday. So the game yesterday, the game yesterday, I would like to see how that goes. How do you think the game yesterday is going to go? Uh, Pat Murray literally broke my brain. Um, I don't think I've ever said that in, in my life. I don't think I've said that sentence before ever. I don't know why I would, but like, that would, that, that I mean, really I actually said it earlier here an hour in the future. So, we're already kind of doing it. You did it earlier yeah, when yeah. you were saying what time John was coming in with his insights. So that's a good point. It's a good. You've point. You got practice. Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Um, yeah. What else we got? <laughs> yeah, what this else? this yeah. is very accurate. That was this insane. was wild because I was like sitting there waiting because everyone was talking like it's either Malkin or Stahl that's getting traded, and then finally it came down and it's in the middle of his fucking wedding. <laughs> now. At the same time, though, it was probably pretty cool for him because he had already gotten his cup and now he's going off to play with his brother. So, like, I'm sure there's cool elements to it, but it's like, all right, fuck, I guess I'll tell my teammates that are here, my family, my friends that I'm moving to Carolina. <laughs> Just bizarre. <laughs> I, some of those stories, it's always like, <laughs> yep, there's, there's more, there's more. Sean's got a great one. Wasn't Granlin traded when his GF was in labor or something? There have been a yep. couple of guys that have said that before. They've been like, "Like the uh, this is really right now." Like, fuck. Geez. You couldn't have called me two hours later. <laughs> Just two hours, you know. It's <sighs> uh, like fuck. I already named him Garen. How am I supposed to? Like, I can't legally change his name already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. I thought this would work. For sure. <laughs> I thought this is not to stay. Oh, man. Um, nope. That's great. Um, I don't know that we... 
really had anything else. I mean, just talking Pat Maroon, like we were just kind of bullshitting before of like how he could best endear himself to fans. Like I go back and think like moments of Ryan Hartman giving the bird to Evander Kane or like people already liked Moose, but the moment he really arrived was the fucking Superman punch on uh fuck was it Brennan Dillon or who was it for the Jets? Dillon, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like is it being the guy that like fights Revo first game against the Leafs or is it for like just fucking burying Suter not in the corner cuz he won't go in the corner. He'll send his pairing mate to do it. He'll bury him somewhere. Or like is there something else that you think is just like going to be the marquee moment that everyone's like we fucking love this guy? I mean, I said I said this to you earlier, dude. It's different, um, but let's just say because I don't think this will actually be the case. Like the line that's been happening the preseasons: Felino, Maroon, Rossi, or Rossi, or Rossi, uh, however you would like to say it. Um, and what will get me not in trouble? Um, if he just feeds. Marco Rossi, a tap in back door, like a sick pass through the seam, and Rossi's just waiting there, or Rossi or Rossi. If he's just waiting there, taps in for his first NHL goal, I think people will lose their fucking minds. And I think that would be one way for him to do it, other than jumping Ryan Suter. I mean, I think or that's Or jumping Pete DeBoer. That might do it too, or anybody on Dallas. Hmm. What, if, what if he goes up or to the Bennington? Winnipeg. Oh no! If he beats up Bennington, if that he would, fights oh, Jordan, he could too. That, he could. that would make to- that oh, that's the answer. That, that I, I had another it. answer, but I'm not even going to say it now because that's absolutely the correct answer. That's the answer. If he just says Bennington, if he, he goes, goes Bennington and just fucking buries him, fucks up that fucked up nose even more. Oh man. That'd be real fun. Oh, you were fucking sniffing around for him. You don't get the choice. If he just, like, Bennington doesn't even want to fight, that actually, not only would that be a way to endear himself to uh, Minnesota Wild fans, the entire NHL. The NHL would love him, yeah. What number is he this year? What number did he end up taking? I think that might get... That might get retired league-wide if he fucking just runs up to Bennington and just starts fucking feeding. (laughs) Is he 20? Because... That'd just be great if he took Suter's number and like made people not hate number 20. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I think fighting Jordan Bennington might be, yeah, there you go. Everyone's saying 20. 20, baby. Here we go. Number 20 would get retired league wide. (laughs) (laughs) You got Wayne Gretzky, Pat Maroon. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, Marlo chimes in back to trade talk, which I don't even recall this, but truly that was, was that was insane. Traded and was nowhere to be found. Mom pleaded for someone to get a hold of him. The I, whole joke I, is I that was the year. This. Yeah, that was the year he got moved like five fucking times. And the whole thing was he was at the cabin <laughs> fishing, whatever, on a Richard. And like he came out months later and said, like, no, I found out right away. But I was like, dude, he's in a cab with no service, like for three days and has no fucking. He's out there with popcorn. Everyone was like, he literally has no idea. We can't get a hold of him. I wonder if they did. That would be funny. Uh, That one was that, that like 
two to three days on Twitter was absolutely hilarious. And I remember being a little bit upset that Hartman didn't go with the bit. Like I was like, he was like, no, I fucking found, yes, we have, we've we have a phone out there and like it works. So yes, I found out the same day. But I was like, but what if it was in the afternoon? <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Like go with it a little bit. You son of a bitch. But that was the, the Twitter was actually very funny when that happened, though. Like it was like this guy, this guy has no fucking clue what team he's on. He's already been traded three times this year and it just happened again. So that was a good pull of Marlowe for sure. Isha's throwing one in here. Was good Branson not traded while he was on a safari and his mom left him a message that he got when he flew into India days later. This is news to me. Also news to me. He's also been moved a lot. So many times. Penguin's legend. Penguin's legend. <laughs> he was actually like not awful in Pittsburgh. <laughs> really? Could have been I, worse. I mean, for for good Branson. That's why, like, what was it? A year, maybe two years ago, when we were doing our like breakdowns and everyone was just shitting on him. Like, he's not that bad. And you pulled up his numbers, you're like, he was literally statistically the worst defenseman in the NHL last year. I'm like, all right, I'll shut up. <laughs> no, that was last year. He like was, was year, on. Yeah. <laughs> he was like on like when he was on the ice at five v five. The Columbus Blue Jackets were outshot on average like fourteen to two. Like it was unbelievable. But he was good in Calgary when he and it was he was playing with Zadorov, who was also phenomenal that year. So. He is another defenseman in the right situation can be fine. But if you're giving him four years, four million, and you need him to do things that you expect your four-year, $4 million defenseman to do, you will have, you will find, statistically, the worst defenseman in the National Hockey League. Was, there was one game they got outshot with him on the ice 37 to 1. Uh, Isha, I can stop you in literally one try here with, uh, so Isha says good Branson is the worst third overall pick in NHL history. Have you heard of a man by the name of Cam Barker who got traded to Minnesota for Kim Janssen and Nick Letty because he is a worse third overall pick than good Branson. I rest my case and I'm sure there's several more. Because there's a lot of bad third overall picks. Suck on that, Isha. Suck it. I do enjoy going back through Hockey DB and just looking through drafts of like mid 90s, late 80s. And it's like drafted seventh overall in the OHL. He had four goals, eight assists, <laughs> 327 penalty minutes. It was like, All I wonder why this guy got drafted. <laughs> like, I can't believe this guy got drafted oh, third overall and played and 12 Cougar NHL games. Third. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. What do we got? Anything else? <laughs> We're uh, really we had on the list here. I don't know if you have any opinions. Uh, let's see. Let me find it. Oh, wait. Was Galchenyuk uh, third? Yes. I don't know why I thought he was second. He also, he also second or third year scored 30 something. He also had really good years. He just had a really bad fallout, but it was the same thing. Okay. Um, but, uh, the one request here from Marlo, let's hear some Jujar talk. Yeah. Like I, 
I forgot he was like as young as he is. He's like not 30 yet, which is like blows my mind because I feel like I've seen him forever. Um, another decent option where like the kid can play. He's tough. He's he plays hard, obviously. He's I mean, he also is another guy that can't possibly be doing more than like anyone's asking to do on a PTO. Like he's been really good for them, especially <laughs> in the games that we've seen. One. Um <laughs> but like I don't know how that cap works whatsoever. Like, I don't know how they do that. Um, but like if they got him on a two way, like he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a decent enough player where it'd be fine. Like, I just don't know if it's realistic, but um, again, I, I, I was looking at the other day. I was like, he's got to be like 34, 35. I was like, Oh, 29. Okay. That's crazy. Um, but I mean, I don't really know how the, the thing with Minnesota is I just like it breaks my brain trying to figure out, oh, could they add this guy? Couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. how. Like the actual. I mean, I think you could bonus load him, but you still have to pay but him. The the cap thing, it doesn't, that doesn't do shit for the cap. Well, you have to pay so, him the league men and then everything that you end up going above the cap because of those performance bonuses, you get dinged next year, which I don't. The Bruins think are facing that hard right <laughs> yeah preach yeah. go off <laughs> yeah shocking Brian. i think they bonus loaded both Krejci bergeron they have it with a couple of other guys where it was like okay, this they year also they had bergeron playing for like three mil so not I even feel so bad no not even no no no, no. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not i'm not complaining i'm just saying i'm telling you that's the, the bonus thing is like the performance bonus, it was like Patrice. If you play ten games, you get a seven hundred thousand dollar bonus. Which, like, I'll, I'll do it. That's fine. You've you've seen me play through broken ribs, right, and a punctured lung. I'm gonna hit that game count. It's gonna I happen. I'll, I think I'll do it. But they knew that. Which again, that's part of the reason they signed that. Guy. But but the it. cap hit stays. The same like it's you have a firm cap hit, but. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think he can. I mean, again, I think he can play. He's he's played tons of games in the NHL at this point, um, and he can. Like, it's not just to get. Like, yes, his main skill set is how hard he plays. He's tough. He fights. Um, he has taken some nasty fucking punches to the head. Though that last the the um, when Truba hit him, that was scary. He got knocked the fuck out. It was Brett Ritchie and Cal. It just that was scary. Uh, so he's got some like injuries with like concussions and stuff too, but um, he's a kid that can play. So I wouldn't, if it's possible, <laughs> like he would be a good 13, like 14, 50. Like he's, he's one of those guys that can play. So be a good option. I just don't see how that works just like money wise. Um, but it sucks. Cause again, like, of course he goes to Minnesota on the tryout. It's like, Hey, want to come play we can't afford you but you could light it up in the uh in the preseason probably still won't sign you is Lysel gonna be a uh Bruin this year uh I think he'll get a couple games I don't think he's gonna he's not, not making really it a camp he's not gonna make it a camp and classic Isha question Z was Derek Dorsett underappreciated no <laughs> All right, move on. What an insane question! Record. <laughs> that is the most insane question I've ever asked. 
Hey, uh, Isha, I'm curious. Was uh, Mark Messier underappreciated in Vancouver? Yeah, suck on that. Go watch your fucking QMJHL. No, no, it's just going to blow up the chat even more. Um, oh, no, just a frown. <laughs> yeah. um, how knows yet? I don't think I have anything else. Uh, oh, there's only one other thing. It's not a positive one, but oh. I tweeted out the update. Liam Ogren is now in Minnesota. Yes, Left for Sweden. God knows how long. Yeah, with that. And yeah, I mean, everyone translate the out. article. Everyone go check out uh, Z's highlight clip from like one of three games that he got to play before the injury. It's all you're gonna I get to see this year. It. I don't know. And even like in that article, they were like, "He's left Sweden. We don't know when he's going back to Sweden." He's here to be assessed by the Minnesota Wild medical staff for a second opinion, which I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Not great. Um, and like even that coach was just like, it's not going public. He does not want it to go public what this injury is. And it will stay that way. Very bad. And they were like, is there a timetable? He goes, no, there is no timetable. We don't know when. But I don't know. Again, I, it's the weirdest thing. I've gone back that last preseason game he was in. I've watched it every shift like five times and I cannot find it. So I have no idea what's going on. <clears throat> it blows. Um, so we'll see if there's just any updates that come about. We'll see what, like, I mean, the thing with the medical stuff too, is like, that's not something that like, even a guy like Russo, he won't, he won't cross that boundary. If, if Ogren's like, does not want this to get out, whatever this injury is, the specifics of it. Mm-hmm. That's not something that will until he's like, all right, yeah, we'll be all right. Like, yes, this can go public now. Like, we have no idea what it is. So, I just felt like I'm God, damn it, God damn you, Sean. <laughs> but also, thank you for the uh, positive spin oh, there. Brilliant. Um, but brilliant. hopefully, hopefully, it's. I don't. I don't even know how to say hopefully. Like, because I, I have no idea what it is. Um, yeah, I wonder if it's like a hey, surgery versus no surgery on whatever. Um, like we've seen that in terms of like second opinions in the past before with some injuries too. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Cause, and that would make me think it's like a artificial main. disc replacement or. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's mm. been done. It's now been done. Uh, Pioneer trailblazer and it happened again. Uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, like, like two weeks later. Uh, Johnson, right? Yeah. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. So yeah, two weeks like, later, so it was like, true. ha, motherfuckers. See, somehow we've got more people tuning in now than like for most of the show. So we're going to keep it rolling for a minute. I got one for you that okay. you might not like to answer, but I'm we're going to go with it. Yes, uh, did, we're, we're going uh, Step Brothers. Uh, oh. Going to turn around the interview. Barbara Walters, Oprah Winfrey, your wife. Fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. Except we're going to swap that out. We're going to say I the like three guys that are up on contracts at the end of the year, Matt okay. Zuccarello, Marcus Foligno, Ryan Hartman. Fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. In the context of hockey, you're not actually going to fuck one. Or, or any of the other two. I mean, I'm not doing either. <laughs> In the context of hockey. So – let walk, resign, trade. No, I mean, sure. 
What are you getting at? I mean, kill. Yes, kill means let go. Yes. Fuck one more means like. This can't possibly. Who are you going to like? Who's more fun? But just for like a quick stint, Mary is like, I want to sign you for like a couple years. So what we'll say, uh, fuck one is like sign them for one more year because it's fun. Mary is give them like two or three years and kill is you're not coming back. Okay. Yeah. Fuck debate. Bring him back. We can go with that. Marlo something to that effect. I didn't think you'd take it. So literally I thought you'd see through it, but well, you like the hockey. Version. I was like, what the fuck is the hockey version? <laughs> that doesn't even make something. I can't. Oh even... God. That could, what yeah, I said could... makes more sense. I think nothing, nothing, uh, Chicago Blackhawks related. Um, Oof. But uh, yes, so go off those general parameters. Who's uh, gonna... <laughs> yeah? Sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to confess anyone. How is it my Agreed, fault? Marlo? Agreed. How did I get the fucking oh, way too horny? Shit. You can't um, separate it. Yeah, that was me. That I I did this. This is totally on me. I can't believe I whatever. Uh. I mean, I would let Zuccarello walk. All right. So kill Zuccarello. Got it. Uh, I think I would do. I mean, I feel like I know where you're going to go now. I do the Hartman for. One more. Oh, okay. And then Felino, I'd do like two or th- two or three. So he wants to fuck Hartman and Mary Felino. Got it. I thought you'd go the other way on that. No explanation. Just uh, just going with I it. Open the spot higher in the lineup for one of those young centers coming up in the next year or two. And you think you're going to talk right Moose way. into playing fourth line? Well, Felino, you can reliably put. I mean, he's just the third line. You can still play. He gives you more both sides. Of ice. Like, uh, obviously, a guy that's got that A. Um, thank you, Mateo. How am I the one getting thrown? Like, the fuck? Whatever. <laughs> it's this unbelievable. A topic I'm that running this interview, Z. I'm running the interview. This is insane. Um, I am sticking purely. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Twelve dollars. I know. I know where that's. I know what you're quoting. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I would stick by that too. My version, not everyone else's version. This is unbelievable. You give me a better topic, man. Okay, I, I got great news. Fucking who's Adinov played third line center day? They gave him fucking nine minutes, um, and that was it. So there you go. It's progress. This fucking team. Get him. Get a G. Good lord, Marlo. Um, get who's Adinov over here. I've had enough of him playing in that shit fucking system. That team sucks. Too. They lose every game. They just won today for the second time this year. Mitchkov can leave with two years left on his contract, as he claims he's going to do. I'm pretty sure we can get Huznadinov out when they don't even fucking want him. 
It's fucking. It's such a joke. I fucking. I fucking hate that Burke motherfucker. He sucks. What a shit coach. Yeah, they. He has even one shit with him. Thank you, toxic kitten. <laughs> Unbelievable. How am I getting thrown? This is insane. <laughs> you guys listen to Coldplay. <laughs> That's one of the better digs you've had. <laughs> guys listen to Coldplay. Oh. Um, I don't know. I do. I got nothing else for it. This is what happens when we have a consistent twenty-six viewing. Can't wait to 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 watch the Twitter updates from this game <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying anything else. I'm done. I'm fucking end up. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday again. <laughs> oh, you're actually upset. This is great. No, I am rattled, not upset. John Robinson's still here carving Emerson. Uh, that, still- you got to go off on this. This is the last topic, and then I'll let you I'll let you hang up. Odds, Emerson gone, end, end of year. I roll. Next week. <laughs> Next week, very, very low. End of year. Z, what's it take for that to happen? The, th- the exact thing we've talked about before with this exact topic is like, same situation if they leave if they exit first round the same manner i don't know how you don't do it if it's like the same exact situation where hey this is a really good regular season team oh this looks like a team that'd be a pain in the ass to play in the playoffs first round oh hey we're up two to one and oh they changed things we changed nothing and lost Hmm. And Dean said um, that the wife or the uh, the ref's a piece of shit. His wife sucks. And his, uh, it is that's crazy. Suck my cock. I'll murder your family. <laughs> You're good. I hardly raise my voice. I'll burn your house down. <laughs> Looks like uh, my mother's people. in Father heaven. Pat. Father Pat has <laughs> crossed the line of all people. Oh, God damn it. All right. That's so great. I um, thought this would be a quick one, I'll be honest. Isha is losing his mind right now, Marlo. You're his hero. Like the stream. <laughs> Subscribe. Do the thing, everybody. Um, Z is broken, slowly fading. So I'll let him say goodbye. We will see you for episode 82 next Wednesday, which I... I'm gonna get used to now. That might maybe that's the numbers thing. Maybe that's why we got a spike. Maybe it's the Wednesday. Saturday, Thursday, Thursday competes with awful Thursday night football games. And then yeah, so maybe we'll have that stream of the preseason game on Saturday to talk about. True, because that one's supposedly gonna be on Bally, not Bally's. Bally's, 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 Bally's <laughs> Sports. Unbelievable. All right, thank you. Leave. <laughs> Please just hit it and straight. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs>